Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another video game to the max. This is episode 154 of the show and I am your host Sean Grummer and here with me, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, uh, I think we might have finally figured out the formula to probably making this a weekly show, uh, doing this on the weekend. Uh, so... Anyway, there is a lot to talk about since the last time we've been on, so we're going to try to hit the highlights of two weeks of stuff. Thankfully, the week prior, there wasn't a whole lot, so there's not too much we got to get into. But the uh, big reveal this week, uh, other than, you know, Prey coming out and them having a little, some unknown battle, apparently, that had, that occurred for two months with another game called Prey that they just put an A in the name and then solved the problem, uh, is the reveal of Darksiders 3 from the IGN first uh, this month. Pretty cool to know that that's back. I was kind of a fan of the two first two games. Actually, I don't really have... I haven't played too much of Darksiders 1. I played more of 2. But... Uh, have you seen any of the, the, the trailer or the gameplay footage? To I saw the trailer, and I saw like a little gameplay, but there's not that much out there. But yeah, I'm excited. I like the first two games a lot for like different reasons. Like the first game had, it was a lot more Zelda-like, but it had some more issues along with it. The second game was pretty, pretty uh, ambitious. I don't think it quite met, like, met all of its goals. But it's kind of almost I, like a... Almost like a little bit like wow, there's a lot of loot and stuff going on. Well, it was like a, huh. it was basically like it was. I mean, it, it was another basically another Zelda game. Like you know how, how right. the dungeons were constructed and everything, but like it had the loot and like it had a lot of different weapons, like a lot more than like the first Darksiders for sure. I'm, I'll be curious if that comes back in the third one, like 
because she only she seems to only really use that whip. Like if you yeah. can like, imbue it with different like abilities or like you know elements or something like that. I mean that is a nice like. I think I guess having it be its own unique thing that she uses that whip. Your main weapon is the whip, and uh, you know apparently they have physics problems with the hair, so they're still trying to figure out what they want to do with that. Uh, Cut but it off. yeah, well, it's either they're gonna do like bayonetta and make it a part of her, or they're just gonna work out the physics so you can see the hair flowing and whatever. But that's kind of a hang-up that they're in right now, just from listening to uh, the the person that went to go see the the hands-on or whatever talking about it. But I mean, it's yeah. Go ahead, sir. I was gonna say I'm waiting for the uh, Dark Siders three Castlevania crossover. Yeah, that's, I mean, why not, right? Just just get it more out there. I mean, uh, a lot of people, you know, doing their thing and complaining about the fact that even though it's been there from the beginning that Fury was a woman, somebody's got to sit there and complain that there's a woman character. I, I don't know if I necessarily believe that. Like, I'm sure there are people bitching about it, like, because whenever there's a female character, people complain because they're idiots. Uh but I don't think she was. I don't think it was ever referenced that she was a woman in the first two games. I think so. From the first, I remember. Even though actually, technically, in the the uh, canon, it looks like uh, Darksiders One will actually end up being the last game uh, by chronological order. But that's pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, well, because remember, didn't like, you see in the trailer he's still in chains or whatever? So yeah, but I thought it was more like, uh, I thought it might have been like a almost like a sequel, like a prequel than a sequel kind of. Like they'll it'll start off in chains, but then it'll jump forward, something like mm. that. I know. I remember the first Darksiders ended with like the other three horsemen like flying down, you know. Right. But. They didn't show them at all. Like they were really in silhouette, and you couldn't see like who the, like what they or who they were. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting what Strife winds up being. Of course, was you know, I'm sure this one has to do with Fury fighting the Seven Deadly Sins, which I'm sure there will be certain sins that are not representative of the ones that we know. Just like they changed the Horsemen around, I don't have a problem with that. It makes it their own unique thing. So. You know, uh, we, we go ahead. So there'll, so there'll at least be seven dungeons. We got that down now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, also like one of the big things is apparently it's going to be more like Breath of the Wild, where the dungeons are not going to just be like, oh, go here, unlock this thing or whatever. It's going to be much more. It's going to feel real, I guess. Like with Breath of the Wild, the environment, you look at things and you'll go, oh, well. Okay, this definitely goes here, and sometimes you'll just be throwing random crap at stuff because it's metal, and oh, it unlocks the puzzle. Great. Uh, well, so, you know, copying Zelda, copying Zelda worked from one time, so might want to try again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, def- I mean, look, if you're going to be making adventure games, copying Zelda is not a bad way to go. Uh, it's worked for them. Uh, like you said, and, you know, I, uh, 
I, I'm like you said. I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, I've I've liked the gameplay that I've seen. Obviously, you kind of want to see what more besides just her whacking people with the whip or whatever. But I'm sure that will come in time. The game ain't coming until 2018. So yeah, you know. like it's it's a what it's a long ways off. But also, you got to remember like that studio broke apart and the publisher fell apart. So. <laughs> I'm glad that they have uh, original people working on it, though. It's not just some new team that don't, uh, they're not you know, don't like even... A, they're not making, yeah. like, a Darksiders RTS or MOBA, you know, doing something stupid like that with it. <laughs> yeah, definitely it still feels like Darksiders, so that's good, and that they're wanting to, you know, put a 2017 spin on it. That's fine. That's You kind of need to update it a bit for the times. That's... yeah. Totally good on that part. I, I guess uh, since we're on the wave of looking at things from a footage perspective, we didn't get to talk about this. Um, I Both of us play these games for the single player every uh, every year. At least I didn't play the, the last one, but I know you did. Uh, Call of Duty World War II got, got the trailer released. They uh, showed some stuff about the story. November 3rd, as you'd expect, pretty much. But, uh, you know, from what I saw, of course, I have a tangible uh, connection of World War II, my grandpa being in it and everything else. Uh, but I, I, I like the fact that you're following one guy, very much like Advanced Warfare. You're not just jumping around and, and what, you know, you're not jumping around too much, at least. Yeah, but the, the limiting factor with that is it's probably going to only be one campaign. Or, like, one, you know, one area. Like, Germany. Like, the Germany campaign. Like, he's not going to be... The guy's not going to go in, like, Germany, then Italy, then uh, Japan, stuff like that. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. It's going to be one area of Germany uh, like, that they're going to tell throughout this certain period between 44 and 45. I think the previous... I think Call of Duty 2 and 3 had, like, multiple characters and, like, multiple like different campaigns like i remember three especially had like now you're the now you're the american guy for this mission but this next mission you're the french guy and the next mission you're you're an english guy (laughs) yeah i mean i i get you i think though like there's been a lot there's there's a lot of world war ii games and history i know that there's it's been a while since we had them but it's like do we really need to go through the greatest hits of World War II again? I mean... Now, now D-Day will look better than in, uh, D-Day has ever looked before. Right. right. I, I do save, like... Be, go. Better than saving, saving Private Ryan. Yeah, wow. Yeah, especially in that 4K. It's going to be uh, amazing. Uh, you know, I do like the fact that apparently, like, the guys... you got to go find a medic if you get hurt. You got they they do try to add some realism in there like you got it ammo's not just going to be everywhere, uh so you know you're going to have to think about what you do. And, and Nazi uh, zombies. They're yeah, well real. aside from the Nazi <laughs> zombies, you know. Can't but I mean that, that's an op- can't, can't have female soldiers if we can have Nazi zombies. <laughs> that's an optional mode though. Usually it's not like. It's not like they just go okay the zombies are just here from the beginning. I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't understand. I, I, I don't think I'll be interested in this game, honestly. Like, 
I mean, if you've got a family connection, that's one thing, you know, or some reverence for like the conflict. But I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm burned out on Call of Duty as it is. Unless say it'd be cool if they included like an HD version of Call of Duty Two. Yeah, let's just keep remastering those. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. Why not? I, I mean, you know, I get you too. It, it's I I give them credit for at least like let's not do another Advanced Warfare Two and just seeing how more futuristic we can get. They at least. Gave you something that could be a little bit different. They're trying to be a bit more grounded with the gameplay style. Like, apparently, if you duck, you're going to go all the way into the trenches and stuff like that. And he puts his ears over his head and stuff like that. He's he's actually scared. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it might be the little touches, I think, that make it more than anything. But I kind of applaud them for doing the battlefield thing and going backwards with it. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for Call of Duty War of 1812. Yeah, I mean, you know, why not? Do do the revolution. Yeah, do what Assassin's Creed uh, 3 couldn't do. do. Do the Revolutionary War, right? Yeah. And, you know, do the War of 1812. Why not? Just keep keep going back to all these old, old-ass wars. I mean, uh, if a, somebody's going to do it. You get a musket with, like, a fat, uh, blunt... Wrapper on it or something. A blunt, a blunt paint skin. <laughs> it takes twenty minutes to shoot a bullet. Yeah. Get ready for that, everybody. Well, I did my one shot. Let me spend the rest of the time putting the gunpowder in here and all this. Yeah. Okay, uh, one bullet. One bullet mode for real. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. Then somehow the. What are the zombies going to be like the Confederates or something? Just, yeah, probably. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Joking. Uh, you know, they'll find a way to put the zombies in anything. It's uh, they're even going to remaster the zombie maps. Apparently, I think. Uh, I, have, I have never had fun at that zombies mode. <laughs> really? Not once. All I ever hear is people talking about how great the zombies mode is. I liked Spec Ops back in the day. That was, I think, Modern Warfare 2. That was about it. That was not zombies. That was a good co-op campaign for co-op missions. Speaking of, uh, did you ever play Spec Ops The Line? That's a good campaign. I have it, but I never fired it up. Yeah, that's a really like good story for, for a shooting game. Uh, I think I, yeah, right. I mean, I don't know that I liked reading the book, but you know, uh, so, you know, you got to, uh, play uh, prey more than the first hour. So like I saw, uh, an article about this and I, I wanted to get your, your take on this, uh, because we have so many of these, like, you know, there, now there's betas that come out, and now there's all these other, like, tests and whatnot. Should more developers do the what Prey did and just give you the first hour as, like, a little primer for the game? I think so. I mean, as long as it's actually representative of the game itself. Like, that is always my issue with demos. Um... 
because I remember like way back in the day, it was a game called Time Shift. Uh, that was like 2005, and they released a demo out, and the demo was cool, and then they completely scrapped everything in the demo for like the real game. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, why did you like who did this? Yeah, I mean, it just uh, there's a, I think Keenan's Amoy did that. I remember that one. Saints Row did it. Uh, that, well, I mean, it was a press thing, but like they released like a beta, like a preview build of like Saints Row Four. That was like the first like three or four hours of the game. That's pretty cool. Didn't they do the three hour trial of Watch Dogs Two? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I, and then plus you got the they didn't even release it on PC because Steam has the two hour. Uh, where you can uh, return it after two hours, or Microsoft's going to do the same thing, looks like. So, I mean, I guess, why not, right? If if people are going to start doing the... And Sony does it, and what if Sony eventually does it? I mean, all these games can be returned if you only play them for two hours and you buy them digitally. I mean, why not? Just let them have the demo so they don't return it. They just don't buy it in the first place. Yeah. So, what did uh, what do you think of Praise so far? It's good. I really like it. Uh, it's a lot like Bioshock, kind of mixed with more of an RPG. It's pretty spooky, because uh, you don't like see the aliens that well. Like, I mean, they're they can like mimic stuff, so kind of always on the lookout for like, oh, is this coffee table like you know real or is it an alien? Uh, I don't really like the combat that much. Like, I, I don't think it's bad. But the aliens jump around a lot, so it's, it is kind of hard to, like, hit them. <laughs> um, but the place looks like the space station does feel, like, very lived in. And it's, like, really fun to explore and, you know, hunt around for different stuff. It's, yeah, I never really liked Arcane's games before. Like, I didn't like Dishonored 1 or 2. I didn't play the 2, but I didn't like Dishonored 1 that much. But I really like this game. Yeah, I mean, it looks like not a lot of people played... Dishonored 2, just from the... I mean, it still got critical awards, but, like, you really didn't hear a lot of people talking about it outside of, you well, know, also, gaming people. It came out, in, like, during a glut when everything like everything else was coming out also, so that, that probably didn't help. Like, it came out in, like, November, so what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, they are much smarter with Prey of having it come out during this period where you don't have a lot of games... You know, just all bunched together. Um, uh, I'm still hoping I can find Tommy from the first Prey game, though. That's my maybe, dream. Maybe it's an Easter egg. You never know. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be funny. He's here, blue, he's here Blue Oyster Cult playing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard that, uh, apparently the, uh, like the little, the aliens, like, they're, they can morph into objects. Yeah, that's that's what the, like the small the smallest aliens like, yeah they turn into different stuff. So you might like walk by you know a fire extinguisher and then you just start getting attacked by you know you don't know what it is you just start getting attacked by it. So you really have to like be on the lookout for like what's attack like really pay attention to the environments in that game. <laughs> you said the uh, and the and space. Some, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, the weapons are pretty weird, too. Like, what do you get to use as weapons? Well, there's a, like a, a silenced pistol, shotgun, 
uh, which you know that's those are pretty standard. Two two weird weapons I have so far is something called a tripcaster, which is a phone a, a crossbow that shoots nerf darts. Huh. It 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 has no purpose. It just shoots like nerf darts. Like it's like a joke. Uh, <laughs> and the other one is it's, I think it's called the glue gun. It's like your first like it's like your first like ranged weapon. Uh, and it basically free like solidifies around an object and like immobilizes it for a while. Uh, so it doesn't cause any, cause any damage, but the idea is like you shoot an alien, it you know stops, and you can hit it with your wrench or something. But you can also use the uh, glue gun to like get around because you can shoot it against the wall, and you can jump jump on the glue bubble it ca- uh, you know causes. That's pretty cool. So it's a yeah. So do you uh, go in and so what's the sort of what are you doing in the the story? Like what? Why are they there and that kind of? Thing? Uh, we're on a space station. Uh, it gets attacked or it gets taken over by these. I think they call the typhoon typhoon aliens or whatever. Uh, and there are two th- two people trying to like direct you to do stuff. One is your brother. Uh, but he may have like some nefarious purposes. Uh, and the other is uh, uh, something called January, which is a robot that you're, you also have amnesia, but hmm. it's a robot that like has your memories. That's trying to like get you to do like different stuff that trying to take on your brother, essentially. Hmm. It's uh, it seems like a lot going on there. Yeah. I'm like, Seven or eight hours. I'm. Not, I pretty much started playing it at like twelve today, and I, have, I only stopped like an hour, hour, hour or two ago. But I'm not really that far in the uh, main game actually, because I just kind of jumping around and like trying to explore. See, and they... there's a cool out, like out of space station area, like you can fly around, which is pretty cool, in like zero g. So is there just is there anybody else when you go outside the? Uh, there are apparently other people alive in the station, but I've yet to see a person. <laughs> <laughs> Except for like the brother, the brother's still alive. That's. If you own a vehicle with less than two hundred thousand miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. About it. Ah. And there there is like a side quest menu, but I and I haven't gotten a few, like I did a few of them, but most of them are just, I assume they're just not, I haven't found anyone yet, or a lot of, a lot of stuff is like gated. So to get to like the pilot, like the shuttle bay, you may need a password, but you don't have the password until you do like part of the main story, stuff like that. Huh. So like gating the side content? That's what you... Yeah, but... I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, it, yeah. I think they want people to progress like at their own speed. Yeah, that's always good. Like, you don't want to feel like, okay, I have to do this right now. All this kind of stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it's fun. Like, I'm, 
it's the first arcane game I've liked. <laughs> well, that's a plus. At least you liked one of their games, man. <laughs> I liked Bioshock too, but they only did like partial work on it. <laughs> well, you know, some positive stuff about Prey there, so definitely seems like people should check it out if you haven't uh, bought it already. Uh, anything else you've been uh, playing there? Uh, Planescape a little. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, I reviewed that, finally. Uh, Marvel Heroes Omega, Siberia 3, and everything. Goodness, uh, that is a lot uh, yeah, happening I'm, I'm there. Still, I'm still behind on quite a few things. <laughs> well, I don't really need to tell you to go buy it, because apparently so many of you already did. Uh, 459,000 people bought Mario Kart 8 Deluxe within the first week. Uh, I am uh, reviewing that currently. I've I've even gotten my daughter to play with me a a few times. She gets... I had to turn the motion controls on for her because she would move the whole Joy-Con and not understand that you just move the joystick to get the car to stop going to the side. Uh, and the only reason she doesn't fall off is because they have that smart steering now. So it keeps you from falling off the road or, or whatever. So, uh, I mean, it's Mario Kart. Uh, if the uh, battle stuff is fun, like getting to go back and play the balloon battles and all that. That brings back uh, some really nice memories. I always enjoyed the the battle stuff and getting to play. Uh, the one mode that my my daughter did get was the balloon battle thing because we got to play on the same team and she would just go around and shoot randomly and then it would tell it tells you when you hit one of the characters so you know when she and it'll give you like a number of how many balloons you got left so she could easily tell what's going on but uh, the joy cons being flipped over are kind of you know that they're not the uh most comfortable things. Uh, if you have a poor controller, obviously use that. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, they, they work fine for what they are. It's just you can feel like the little buttons sometimes when you're... I'm trying to press it to to go. It starts... You're having to hold the button down so long, it starts uh, like cramping your fingers and stuff. And I don't have big hands, so I can imagine people have big hands. That's That's even worse. Uh, online mode is fun too. There's always a lot of people online. The only thing is, like, it's weird. Depending on how you play offline, it judges you uh, online. So if you play in between, say, like 150cc and 100cc or whatever, it'll just randomly choose. So perhaps they need to. That might be a patch thing they need to fix or whatever. But you know, overall, this plays great. It's great to be able to just play it sitting in my bed or, or whatever, along with playing it on the TV. Uh, so, you know, can't go wrong with Mario Kart, honestly. I don't know what to tell you there. It's Mario Kart. It's great. Uh, if you don't have, if you only have Zelda for the Switch, this is the next game that you kind of really got to buy. So, uh, you yeah, know, that's... Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> well, yeah, go buy Puyo Puyo Tetris too. I mean, it it is kind of difficult so you know that's one thing you had to you had to have to 
have some patience there to understand it a bit. But I'm not, I'm not one that uh, got it at all. It confused the crap out of me. So <laughs> at least you uh, understand it. So that's. I I but, understand half of it. <laughs> I understand Tetris. I don't, I don't quite grasp Puyo Puyo at all. <laughs> yeah, that was just. I get it's kind of like, you know, the all the match three, match four things, but it's it's even more complicated than that. So yeah, yeah, it's. I I still laugh that you apparently cannot. You're not supposed to stream the story. Either. Uh, you're not supposed. I mean, I think you can though. Like it, it didn't throw up like a big block sign like Persona Five did. <laughs> I didn't. I swear that I had seen where it was blocking you. Perhaps they took it off or whatever after a while. Yeah, I think they did take it off. But cause I, when I initially did start playing it, it was blocked. But they like quickly removed it. So. Ah, okay. That makes sense. I was like, I didn't know that this had this deep story that we didn't need to know. Like the like yeah. the story for the game is nonsense. So. <laughs> I imagine so. Uh. I think uh, I've also been uh, playing the Wonder Boy's Dragon's Trap, uh, which is one of the most prettiest games I've seen. Not not because it's gonna it's gonna wow you because of the way that they did the animation. It almost looks like a cartoon uh, come to life while you're playing it, and then you go and try to you can hit a button and go back and look at the uh, the retro version. And my God, the difference is insane. You know, like you can still obviously tell what each character is and all that kind of stuff, but it's like it just looks so pretty uh, the way that they they did it. And uh, the only thing is, like you you get to a certain point where you can switch between the different animals that you get cursed into, but there's certain points where you get restricted into them. And like you know, the dragon is cool and everything, but when you get to the mouse and uh, he can like climb on walls and stuff, but it's like not uh, the greatest thing to try to fight. And it's like you can tell it's an old game because you don't really—it's—it's it's one of these games where you can either go left or right, and you don't really know if you're going in the right direction until you happen to go to a room and there's a boss, and you go, "Oh, now I know I went the right way because now I turn yeah. into another animal." <laughs> But until then, you could go all the way to the right, and you don't know what the hell is going on. So it's it's uh, really weird. It, it took a while to get used to. Um, well, one of the few reasons I had to actually do something on my Xbox One, uh, and uh, Marvel, the Telltale Marvel episode one was Telltale Marvel episode one. So you know, Guardians, you mean? Yeah, the the Guardians. Um, you yeah. saw, well, we both saw the movie, right? So, yeah. what did you think of uh, Guardians? I guess without talking about spoilers, here, what did you think about the? Good. I mean, on par with the first one. I mean, I like. Yeah, I liked it. Like, I'm not like blown away by it, but I mean, I knew it was going to be good, so that's why I'm not quite shocked by it. Yeah, I think that's the. You know, you knew that... I mean, I've been listening to the soundtrack before I watched the movie for hours. <laughs> I, was, I was pumped. And uh, they somehow made Drax funnier. I, I did enjoy that. He just says random <laughs> crap. 
And uh, apparently it was so random that it was making him uncomfortable on set, which is great. And uh, uh, Kurt Russell was great, I thought. I, I really enjoyed him as the the dad. So Yeah, it's nice to see him acting like again like with this in Fast and Furious. More roles for Kurt Russell needs to happen. Uh yeah, but most part it's just it's like you get to learn more about uh some of the lesser characters, I guess if you call them that. Yeah. And uh I don't wanna one of the there's like five ending scenes. Yeah. So make sure you stay through like the whole thing. Uh, Cause they stop periodically throughout the credits to do some kind of scene. Uh, and one of them is going to lead to another movie that James Gunn is going to do now for the MCU. So uh, play close attention, I guess. Uh, don't want to spoil it for people that, uh, haven't watched the movie yet, but um, yeah, cer- certainly if you haven't watched it uh, yet, definitely uh, go see uh, Guardians Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, well worth it uh, as far as sitting in the movie and, and getting everything you got out of Guardians 1. So uh, let's get into what else has been going on here with uh, so, you know, part of this is stuff from the previous week and part of it's uh, stuff from this week the Nintendo 2DS XL got announced which is pretty much like a smaller version of the 3DS XL with the sturdy format of the 2DS and no uh, 3D obviously uh, because the lid closes and whatever um I mean, if I didn't have a new 3DS XL, I'd want to get it. It looks really cool. Um, just this seems weird that we're coming out with a new DS system again with the Switch. When you just said that the reason, one of the reasons you couldn't keep making an NES Classic was because your Switch was out there and you didn't, you wanted people to buy that. So, well, now I don't think people are gonna be lining up in uh, outside stores to buy this thing, unlike the unlike the NES Classic. Yeah, I mean. Also, the NES, like thinking about the two, like the, the like the NES Classic is basically an Android Pie in a in a cute case. Like this thing is a lot more involved from a hardware perspective. Right, and I mean, if you already have one of these things, you have no reason to, unless you just want to trade it in and get this thing, uh, to go do that. I I think uh, the only reason you're buying this is for some reason you just, you either got to have each version, or you, uh, you don't have one at all. Nintendo did say they're still supporting this until 2018. Yeah, but... Like, this thing is basically like the Game Boy Micro 2. I mean, that's kind of what Nintendo does, though. They just come out with new versions of this, see if it sells. If it doesn't, oh well. It's not like, you know, the end of the world for them. At least that's how they act about it, uh, for the most part. Um, 
it, they, it did surprise me that they're just like saying all the way until like some time in 2018 we're still supporting this. They're gonna announce games at E3 for it. They already announced quite a few games at the previous direct. So, I mean, I mean they'll still support it, but it's not gonna be like the big games. Like they're not gonna make like, a new Zelda for this thing or a new Mario. It'll be like Fire Emblem or you know. They're not like a lot of like le- lesser. I mean, I would say lesser known franchises. Yeah, I mean they'll come out with a gazillion fire emblems for this thing. Uh, they they already are to some extent. Uh, even with a Shadows of Valentia, the the Echo of Shadows of Valentia is going to have a forty five dollars season pass, and the game costs forty dollars. For a handheld game. <laughs> Yikes. Is that getting into gross territory here? I mean, like, the season pass costs more than the game. I mean, but yeah, but that's, that's happened before with, like, Forza. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you get a lot of stuff. Uh, there's uh, every, like, in the middle of, uh, when, when this game comes out for the first three or four weeks, you get uh, a DLC pack. You might as well just buy this season pass because two of these, well, one of these things costs like $15 by itself. You get 10 things in it, but still. Uh, you know, so it's it's just, it's crazy. That's a lot of, I mean, I guess you're you're supporting the game well after release or whatever, but damn, that's, that's a lot of money for a season pass and the game. Might as well just... Almost spending like ninety dollars on this thing, yeah, uh, with both of them together. But Fire Emblem fans, fans are nuts, so they'll buy it. Oh, oh yeah, they'll uh, they they like to spend hours and hours trying to breed the right thing to make the right combination and do all that. So, and I mean, hey, they they got the mobile thing to work, so they will probably eat this up as well. Nintendo announced that they sold 2.74 million Switch units, which I guess that's good. Um, I'm, I'm kidding. It's it's great for them. It, they surpassed they what they thought they were going to sell uh, in a year in one month. And Legend of Zelda sold more. Uh, apparently, there's people that bought Zelda thinking they could get the Switch later. And they they still can't get the switch. Yeah, that I mean that happens with every big like, marquee game, though. So. Yeah, I mean that that happens a lot with uh, with other launches. Like if you can't get the system, they'll get the one game they want, thinking that oh, in a couple of weeks they'll be able to get the system or something. And oh, they just got Zelda just sitting there. That's that's fine. I mean, I, I had a friend who who had who bought like a copy of Final Fantasy X. And he didn't have a PS2 for like a year when he, after after he bought it. Uh, wow. You, hey, you know what? At least he kept it and eventually bought that PS2. I don't know. I well, might have thought about trading it in at some point. Well, his rationale is like, well, it's my tradition to buy Final Fantasy on the day, like the day of release. And I was like, that's a fine tradition. 
it's a it's more traditional to own the system to play it on first, though. <laughs> right. Like, all right, let me buy this game. I don't know if I'm ever gonna get to play it, but I bought it on release yeah. day. And then I would always make fun of them. I I'd, I'd go like, so how's that box art tre- box art tre- treating you? <laughs> hey, it's just uh, tied us in the water with yeah. the sword. You'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> so they I don't they they were trying to keep this thing secret for a while. It was like this rumored thing uh, forever, but they finally announced the Mario Rabbids. RPG uh, that's happening comes out August or September for the Switch and there's Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, and Peach and then four rabbits that are dressed up like them. And uh, the cool thing, I guess, is that Mario's going to have guns that fire laser beams. Uh, I guess since this is going to be just a total parody of Everything since the rabbits are in it. I'd, I'd rather be in, more interested in like a Mario, like a Rayman crossover. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't go for that. Like, those two seem like how cool would it be to? I guess you kind of get that with the Mario RPG, or not RPG, the the uh, Superstar Saga thing. They kind of yeah. look like Rayman a little bit, but. To kind of get Rayman being and doing Mario levels, and maybe you get Mario doing Rayman type yeah. levels. That Especially because be... they, they essentially had the same powers. I mean, they just run and jump. Right. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't ever think of that. It just uh, you might want to get on it pretty quick though, with uh, Vivendi inching ever closer to taking Ubisoft over. Apparently, so, I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, come on, Canada. Get in here and invest some money. And, like, and keep I, it. I don't know why Vivendi's, like, after Ubisoft, because, like, they failed, you know, 10 years ago when they, when they tried to get into video games. I think they're trying, they're, apparently they're just trying to appease the investors. They just want to, I guess, be able to say they took something over that makes money and get themselves more money and I don't see them really wanting to go in there and just be like, all right, let's make some great games, people. Yeah. I'd just be worried about now we're for sure going to get Far Cry and Assassin's Creed and all that every year. Like, forget taking years off or anything. Just, ugh. That was actually kind of cool. I mean, Far Cry's never been like an annualized series, but it was nice last year when they took took that year off for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I mean, and it you know you had Primal, but you didn't have like a numbered game in the series. So at right. least with a if they make a Far Cry Five, you had some time off to think about what you want that to be, or they might even take this year off. Who knows? I, they have they have so many like pillars of of franchises. They definitely could have one of them take a year off. Uh, and, and alternate in, in the big games at this point. They they really don't need to, like, whore out these franchises constantly. Bring back Splinter Cell. Honestly, I don't know why they haven't yet. Because the, the last one didn't sell. 
I and it was sad because it was the best one. That is sad. Like your best game in the series and doesn't sell. I mean, it just I don't know. Stealth games are kind of in right now. People are putting stealth on a lot of games. I mean, and you're bringing like back every well. other Tom Clancy. Yeah, I mean, Hitman did well. <laughs> But don't you get to also shoot things and Hitman? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, shoot things and not Splinter Cell, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, you just said it. You could, you could make a... Why not make an episodic Splinter Cell? It could work, right? Sure. Just go to different places and, and infiltrate and do what you got to do. You know, Ubisoft, get on that. Let's do it. Before Vendi comes and probably makes you. I don't know. Hmm. I'd, I'd imagine they would go back to the other time when they, you know, owned uh, Activision and go, all right, what was great in, like, 2003? Oh, Splinter Cell. Let's make that. Let's... Uh, are you excited for this Mega Man Legacy Collection, too? Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because I still had the PS2 Mega Man collection, which had more games on it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like the Legacy Collection 1. So Yeah, but they're fools, so... <laughs> <laughs> but not a lot of people just sit there and have their PS2s lying around either. They're soft. So. They should <laughs> have all the old game systems like lying around hooked up. Just, no. yeah... I mean, I guess like the thing is, is like Mega Man Seven through, I think it's seven through eight or nine or ten. Uh, I think it's seven through ten. Right. The, those aren't fondly remembered games. <laughs> like, especially Mega Man Eight. Like, that's a pretty shitty game. <laughs> uh, so they're just ma- Capcom, I guess. They did say, you know, they were living in the land of retro. They like, were doing this. If they're going to do this, put all the weird Mega Man shit into it also. Like, put in, like, Mega Man Soccer and Rock... Uh, oh, please put in Mega Man Soccer. That was great. Mega Man Battle and Chase. So, like, the Mega Man fighting game. Like, you know, put in some, like, weird shit into this thing also. Not just four games that only one of them is, like, half good and that's it. Yeah, you think why not, right? Like you're you're going through and just remastering or doing whatever it is you're doing with these uh these old games. Like put some of the other ones in there. It's a package. Like more games means you might sell some people on. Oh, there's six games in here instead of four. Four, yeah. Oh, I, I might buy it. When they inevitably do Mega Man X Collection, it just should just be all the Mega Man X games, not... Well, the first three, and then we're going to release another package later on that'll be connect, like have another four games in it or something. Come on, this is the same company that's releasing Co-Veronica X next week. Yeah. So, the game, <laughs> the game, The game everyone's been waiting for. Just... Oh, I can't believe we're already at that where it's coming out next week. A port, a, a port on a PS4 of a shitty game on the, from the PS2 of a good game from the Dreamcast. How did they mess up the port on the PS2? I don't understand. 
Uh, it's just, I think it was slower, or it didn't have, like, like it looked worse, I remember that. Uh, and it was, like, it was archaic at the time, like, because I think Code Veronica came out, like, 2000 on the Dreamcast, and Code Veronica X came out, like, 2002, so it was already kind of aged. Yeah, well, and it's let's like, just you know, keep it going. It's just, it's just like it's, it's a seventeen-year-old game, sixteen-year-old game. Like, why? Like, and who's wanting this? That's my question. Probably the people are like I want the whole Resident Evil collection on my PS4. No, because they already have it on Xbox or PS3. The, three, the 360 or PS3. Yeah, but I mean, there's still a lot of people that traded in their PS3 and don't. Or they're like at crazy. Least, like, at least Resident Evil 4 and 5, like, you can make the argument that, like, those are still, like, halfway relevant games. Like, they control still okay. Code yeah. Veronica does not. It's like tank <sighs> controls come back. Please do not. We already have this problem with games that, that have them and people want them to... They have to make a separate control scheme just so that that's not the only, you know, yeah. way to play the game. But, you know, some people just... Uh, I mean, it's whatever. It's like this, again, this is what Capcom's doing. They said that they were going to... Quite a few of their games are going to be remasters or whatever, and they, I guess they're holding true to to who they are. Doesn't mean we have to like it. Doesn't mean that uh, it's the best thing to do with their resources. I guess. I mean, they got people interested with the Disney Afternoon thing. Yeah, but that's so. six games that are classics. Not Tailspin, but at least the other five. Yeah. I don't, seriously, I don't, like, I didn't even know Tailspin had a game until they came out. <laughs> that collection, like, what? Alright. And apparently it was, like, the worst one of the yeah. bunch. But, I don't think it's on a 2D, it's on a 2D platformer, so. <laughs> yeah, because you, you fly the plane or whatever, right? Just, yeah. Well, I guess you can be like uh, Baloo and just fly it terribly. And uh, keep crashing. So, uh, you know, I'm not too big on the, the fighting games here, but uh, I know you like the first Injustice, Red Hood, Starfire, and the weird ones, Sub-Zero, your first DLC characters for Injustice 2. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm pretty negative on the Sub-Zero part of this equation. <laughs> Why? Why are we bringing? Mortal, uh, are we trying to relive the DC versus Mortal Kombat days? Is what we're. Well, it's also like you, you what you completely exhausted the DC roster. Like you could not think of any other character to bring in. Like, fuck it, throw in like Killer Frost or Mister Freeze or someone, not just Sub Zero. <laughs> yeah, I mean Mister Freeze would be the closest thing, right? <laughs> Make it a DC deal. I, I guess they're hoping that that gets people to buy it. I think Killer that, Frost was in the last Injustice game also. <laughs> and she basically was Sub-Zero. 
wouldn't be surprised if somehow she's still a character in this game. As the, I think they said there's going to be, if you buy the super deluxe whatever edition, you get nine DLC characters. So I, I am increasingly not... I don't like how Warner Brothers does their fighting games. <laughs> Why? I don't like their stupid roster reveals. Like, every time... Like, just release the full goddamn roster. Like, I don't... You don't need to release, like, a new character video every week of, like, oh, it's, new, it's a new news story. Darkseid is in this game. Poison Ivy's in this game. It's like, no. I don't care. <laughs> release the roster. And, like, this, this, this like how they're planning out DLC for, like, the next three years or something. It's like... Well... Well, make it a good game first and then plan out the DLC. <laughs> at least they're supporting it. So... I yeah. mean, so you're saying Injustice kind of, 1 wasn't a good game? No, that was fine, but... They, like, they just... They just try to, like, sensationalize everything. And they really... I think they dropped the ball with Mortal Kombat X, honestly. Oh, yeah, I remember your uh, loathe of that game. Well, it didn't run on my computer, so that's why I didn't like it. But, like, I think that game dropped off pretty hard because of, like, some of the other issues that people had with it. Did, uh... I mean, like, Super Smash Brothers, though, does the same thing. When they have a DLC character, they just go, Hey, here's this person... Yeah, but that's a DLC character. Like, they don't, I don't think they did that with the roster. <laughs> yeah, they did it. Like, they, they showed, like, I think the first however many it was, and they'd show another group. and But, like, I don't know. I, well, I, well, I, yeah. I mean, I, find, I think that's dumb whenever any fighting game does it, honestly, though. Unless it's, like, a new game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... Like, I think that's the thing with fighting games. They just, oh, let's get you excited by revealing this character and that character. And If they made, like, a new Rival Schools or Darkstalkers game, I would be very interested in the roster. But a new Smash Brothers, it's like, what, is Mario going to be in this one? <laughs> big, big surprise. It's more like, who's going to be in it that hasn't been in it before? That's, like, yeah. the only surprise. And the same thing with this one. It's like, oh... Shocker, Superman's in this one. It's like, no shit. <laughs> right? I, like, I, I, think it, I think it was last week I saw a news story. It's like, oh, the Joker's in Injustice 2. It's like, yeah, of course he is. He's the biggest like DC villain there is. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. It's like, come on now. <laughs> like, you know he's going to be in this game. I think it'd be a bigger story if like, Lex Luthor was in the game. <laughs> He was in the last one. I know what I'm saying. Like, it's more likely that he's not in it than than Joker or, or whatever. You know, like if there's any villain that's gonna be in one of these, it's Joker just because people like him just as much as a one of the superheroes. You know. Uh, oh wait, I think it's. Uh, oh yeah, Captain Cold is in this one, not Sub Zero, <laughs> not or not Killer Frost, and it's like. How how are they going to play differently? <laughs> uh, I guess Sub Zero's going to have his fatality he's always had, and the other, yeah, <laughs> Captain Cold is going to have his thing. Yeah, 
Can't wait till they announce Johnny Cage too for just for random whatever reasons. So like you know if they have Sub Zero, they're gonna have Scorpio. Yeah. Because those two always have to be together. Have Quan Chi. So you know, speaking of Far Cry, Ubisoft keeps teasing Far Cry Three stuff. Uh, you think maybe a remaster or like a, a prequel or something, maybe? Or well, it's theorized that it's going to be about Voss, which like he was a breakout character from that game. Uh, but he kind of died in that game, so that's that's an issue. <laughs> I guess you can make it a prequel then, where he's not dead. Yeah, but like. I don't know how interested I'm going to be in that like, character's backstory. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to make it convincing. I mean, what is he going to be doing? Like, go liberating outposts and. No, he'll be somewhere? taking them over. For, no, he'll be taking them over for his pirate gang. Uh, yeah, he'll they'll be, find. He'll be oppressing the outposts, not liberating them. <laughs> True. I just be like, all right, this is how I started my takeover of all the outposts that you go free in Far Cry 3. All right. And there's the game. Yeah. (laughs) With his story. (laughs) Here's an awkward awkward sex scene, first person sex scene halfway through. (laughs) No. I... I, it's still. This goes back to the whole. You don't have to have a Far Cry game, you know. You can just. I don't know. Not, I mean, I'm not. I mean, you don't. But I'm not completely burned out on that series yet. So I think it's still fine. Like, and there are still like inventive things they do with that series every time it comes around. Yeah. True. Uh, I, I liked Far Cry Four a lot. Uh, a little bit I got to play, so... Like, Primal was a pretty interesting game also. Yeah, that's because they changed the setting and you really felt like you're in that sort of prehistoric world. Yeah. I mean, so if if they can manage to do that, then, you know, more power to them, I guess. Uh, I, I just sometimes wish that if you're really going to take that year off, just take the year off, you know, or uh, not so much have to have the uh, the franchise come out there. But, hey, speaking of games that took uh, time off, Phantom Dust HD, the uh, re-release, apparently, because the graphics were so good they were even better than the Xbox, the original Xbox could handle, so they're basically just re-releasing this game on 1080p, 60fps, not really so much remastering. Congrats, it's not officially the laziest port ever. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, if you are one of these people that is very... Um, it's apparently going to play 4K on PC... But, I mean, and I'll give them credit. They had to apparently hack into the original code to be able to do all this. They didn't uh, 
because they couldn't even they didn't have the uh, way to unlock the code. Uh, somehow I I forgot how he was explaining this that whoever whoever made the game they did not give them the, the how to get into the code so they had to hack it to them themselves to be able to do all the stuff they did to it. But uh, there is going to be DLC for this game that you have to pay for and free DLC and I saw some of it. It, it I mean it looks okay. I kind of want to see how the card game aspect of this is. But, you know, it's not something I'm just going to be running out and buying. You'll have to buy booster packs from the from the in-game store. Oh, God. Please. Don't it'll tell me. Like, <laughs> it'll be like Hearthstone. Oh, God. Worse. That's even, that's even worse. Uh, I mean, you know, Microsoft doesn't have a lot of exclusives left, so... Yeah, I, I always think about their E3 from like two or three years ago when they announced that, that Phantom Dust 2 that never came out. I think they showed Cuphead again, and that never that still has yet to come out. Crackdown 3 is still, still a, nowhere to be seen. Yeah, totally a mystery. Uh, what was it? Uh, Scale Scalebound got canceled. Yeah, it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Recore was whatever. Like like a third of a, like three fourths of a game. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft needs to. Everybody complained about Halo's story ending in a cliffhanger, and now they're gonna make sure that Master Chief is in six because people didn't like the fact that you didn't play much as Master Chief in five. You think they so, would have realized that when Halo Two came out? <laughs> Yeah, you know, the Halo 2 was actually just kind of, it was sort of interesting, because you do this in, you know, in Halo Wars, you also learn about uh, what the Covenant's doing, all that kind of stuff, but it's just, like, they also had the problem with that story kind of just ended there, and people didn't like it, why would you do it again in 5, that's just weird, but, again, they don't always, uh, Pay attention to history when you're going through and uh, making these things. Phil Spencer did answer somebody saying that he thinks there's still a lot left with Fable. I guess it's yeah. not dead. I'm sure. I'm sure Lionel will get right on that. <laughs> or if there is anyone left of Lionhead. Yeah. Uh. Apparently, he said if he would have made if they would have made a Fable Four, there's thoughts that that game would have still be going today. Oh, you mean instead of instead of the Connect game, you make, you force them to make? What a shocker! <laughs> yeah, because somehow I don't know why somebody would have wanted Fable Legends, but you know. This remind this this is a. Relates to a, sto- a story a few days ago. It, it's not in your notes or anything, but I think Pop Cap just had to lay out some people, like they're downsizing a little. Yeah. And it's like, and I tweeted them about this. I'm like, boy, 
who would have thought focusing on free-to-play games and gimmicky shooters wouldn't have panned out? <laughs> Did uh, somebody say something? They didn't respond, but someone was like, oh, you should have kicked them when they're down. And I'm like, they shouldn't have focused on bullshit. It's like, come on, people. I think you they also oh, go on. really pissed people off with the... Uh, they had to get to the point where they completely took the... Uh, it was a Garden Warfare 2 that had the ridiculous amounts of uh, microtransactions in it? Yeah, probably. But just, lord. If, it, if anything, like, Plants vs. Zombies 2 is the one that still pisses me off. Why on that? Because just... it's not on PC, and you yeah. can't just buy it. I would pay 20 bucks for that game if it was just on Steam, like the first game was. Right. And it was a that, full game. That doesn't, uh, yeah, and then they, they made that big deal with the E3. Fourth Garden Warfare 3. And, whoops, like nobody was talking about it. Yeah. It's, uh, sometimes you, you gotta I, go in. EA, EA bought that company, I think, in like 2011. And since then, it's been on a downward slope. Yeah, like, nothing really comes out of there that... They used to make, like, some really cool games, and now it's like, uh, well, you don't ever hear anything that Popcat's making that you go, oh, man, I want to play that. Yeah, I mean, Garden Warfare was a fine enough game, honestly, but right. no one was really asking for it, and who who really cared about it? <sighs> you know, EA is big on their sequels. So, I mean, half of their money is spent on making sports games every year. Yeah. They have that problem of, we got to make sure we keep just making these things that we know make money, but it doesn't always pan out for every series. You got to freshen that up a little bit. Just because you make Unravel or you, you bring somebody in to make Unravel once and, and make another game like that, one out of all your other games doesn't mean that uh, it's a great strategy. I mean, Yeah. But hey, they have Star Wars Battlefront 2 to prop them up. So. Yeah, that'll Don't be a real it. winner. Hey, you know, it'll sell. That's all that matters to you. <laughs> they don't care if... Whether if you and you know people are gonna wind it, you know it's gonna get all the praise, whether it's great or not. It's just kind of how it is. Uh well, I mean, I, I'm I'm getting an Elgato on Tuesday. I think I can stream some Persona Five some more because they now let you go till November nineteenth instead of July seventh to stream. Yeah, that's yeah, further, but. You still can't stream natively from that thing, so who really cares? I'm like for most people. Yeah, it's like uh, the like. Why not just take that off? Plus, you know, like the art is so cool. Like you'd want to take screenshots of that game. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why? <sighs> Hopefully, one of these days. I feel like you know, in like two or three months, we're gonna hear them go. Oh, there's no more restrictions. It's just like your game's been out since September in Japan. 
people can get the spoilers if they want them. I mean, I get, and, and like, that's what's happened, right? It's like, I feel like on, on stupid posts that have nothing to do with Persona 5, I keep seeing people posting spoilers just because they want to be assholes now because of all this. And perhaps if you didn't have these restrictions, people wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. I don't know. It, you know, it, it also, is. Also, like, it's... the story is not really the hook of that game, honestly. Like, I mean, it's more about the interactions of the character, you know, relationships with the characters not about who like who the killer is or anything like that yeah it's 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 about building those those uh points and the 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 characters and the proficiency and all that kind of stuff you know so the the dating sim sort of aspects of it yeah uh, i mean look i i give atlas they care about their games and everything else but at least they retracted it, but I feel like this is almost just kind of, oh, hey, guys, we're saying I'm sorry. Not that he will care anymore, but okay. All right, well, I mean, you know the streamers are going to complain because they're like, well, the game's already been out for a month. Nobody cares anymore if we stream it. So. Good, don't. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> right? <laughs> that would be good for you. Uh, well, you know, some people's jobs is streaming, so I guess there's that. Uh, speaking of old games, did you uh, see the... I mean, not that we can really argue with these games, I think, being in the Hall of Fame or whatever. But uh, Donkey Kong, Halo, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter 2. Now in the Red video and... game Hall of Fame. Is it Pokemon Red and Green or Red and Blue? I think they went by the original, like, Japanese release. Wasn't that red so. and blue? No, in, J- in Japan it was red and green. Okay. That's why they had the uh, fire red and leaf green thing come out later. Oh. Here. I mean, you know, it's co- I'm glad that they have this thing now, because it seemed like forever that there, you know, if there was ever a, like, art form that needed its own Hall of Fame. It's certainly video games. Lots of great games to be able to honor and everything. Too bad you don't have a like a way to make it a spectacle or anything, but it's something. There used to be something in California, like the Video Games Hall of Fame, it's a Metreon that was like a you know, some like, almost like a museum kind of, but it's just like a walkway of characters. Ah. <laughs> uh. So it's it's kind of, well I mean didn't they don't they have that like thing that kind of travels? Yeah. Now, uh, I I should have gone when they had it at FIU over here, but I I just didn't have time to get over there. But it's it's cool they're doing all this stuff now to preserve games, and you got the people that want to make it to where you can play these old PC games and all that stuff. So it's. It's good we're getting the the old games back in alive. If if a Nintendo can ever figure out when they want to do their virtual console, that'd be nice. But you know, that's they. I, I bet that's going to be something at E3 because Reggie just keeps like not wanting to comment about that at all. Uh, are you excited for this Night Trap remaster? No, I'm just. <laughs> who asked for this? I want to know. 
Who went around going, I want Nitrav remastered? Sewer Shark, on the other hand, I wouldn't mind. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you liked the old FMV games. No. Not really. <laughs> like, they're all hard. And they all sucked back then. Because they're on like two XCD ROM drives that barely worked. <laughs> Especially this game. <laughs> that like there's like bad stuff in this game too. Like this chick's like getting raped and whatever. No, I mean it's all, I think it's like a PG I mean by now by today's standards it'd be like a PG game. Probably. Uh based on things you'd see, but it's it's still like there was a I lot mean, of things they let him do. The story of Dana Plato would probably be a lot more <laughs> nefarious. <laughs> That's just, uh, I'm just like, really? Why? But, you know, I guess we shouldn't be surprised by what gets remastered nowadays sometimes. Just, hey, random, like uh, that Voodoo Vince game, guy, nobody talked about that at all. Like I said, they need, like I've always said, they need to plink uh, the time sweeper. The time is now. Yep. Have a uh, that be the main theme song too. Just, hey, why not, John Cena? We're gonna take your your theme song and roll with it. Whenever when that was the supposed Microsoft mascot. Yeah, I mean was, they made two of those things. It's like, oh, we got to compete with Crash. No, no, you don't. Just stick with the first-person shooters. That's where you guys don't go wrong. Don't make. Even though I liked Blinks, but I know it was bad. It's just, I like the idea of the cat that can time travel. And a, it's so bad, it's you kind of got to laugh kind of way, but. Yeah. The uh, Super Nintendo Ford PlayStation Portable can actually play CD-ROMs, even though there's never been a CD-ROM that was actually made for the game, the system. Uh, like some, like a few, like a few developers made stuff, like you know, uh, homebrew guys made stuff for it. I mean, it's cool they got it to work. So, yeah, I, I guess now it makes it even more valuable. Yeah. If they want to sell it or whatever they want to do with it. Uh, I, I, I wonder how much that thing would be worth. Didn't Ben Heck himself like throw a big number at it? I don't know. I, I, well, I remember when they were first when they first found it, there was guys who want to give them like freaking millions for it. It's like mm. ridiculous. But yeah. they didn't take it. It's like, wow, all right. That's, uh... Sony tries to buy it <laughs> and destroy it. <laughs> yeah, let's... Go on, Sony. Let's just, uh... Be like, ah, we, ne- we never had any partnership with Nintendo. Fuck that, that. That was probably, no, if anything, Nintendo probably tried to buy it instead. Be like, we, we want to erase this thing with the Virtual Boy. Exactly. <laughs> Eh, it's, it's the only one ever made. I think they'll be all right. Uh, you know. It, it's, then you find out they're, like, outbidding each other. That's just... Yeah. 
the best right there. Uh, speaking of outbidding, ABC is actually trying to bring back American Idol. Uh, well, man, they couldn't even let this thing be dead for a while. They just <laughs> had to bring it right back. Uh, they are looking for a March premiere. I guess that would be next year. Um, on Sunday nights, Netflix is also trying to get the thing. If I'm Ryan Seacrest, I'm staying far away from this. No, he's already like, he, and he's trying to jump into it because to get, you know, money. <laughs> here, that here. dude is forever going to be associated with that. Show. Well, here's the thing about that show. Like, no one cared about watching it for the pet for the last five years it was on, if not more. Like, why is this going to be a success? <laughs> I guess they. I mean, there's stuff. There's actually good stuff that comes on Sundays. I don't, you know. I don't know what ABC is thinking here. It's not like you just have stupid shows that come on on Sundays. CBS has a big lineup that comes on Sundays. Fox has their thing. Uh, I I couldn't tell you. Oh, NBC has the football. So, you know, it's not like American Idol is just going up there and going to be just doing wonderful things on the ratings. So, yeah. I always... I always laugh now about shows that got canceled like 10 years ago or 20 years ago for low ratings. Like, oh, this show only got a 5 million rating, like a 5 share in the ratings, so we're going to cancel it. It's like, if a show got that now, it would be the most popular show on the on the network. Right. Ah, uh, I mean, it makes me, uh, and now it's like, the DVR can sometimes save shows and everything, so it's yeah, it's really interesting how they they go about just deciding. All right, well this show's canceled. This is not. Oh, let's wait and oh man, they had such great DVR numbers right before we're about to hit the axe. We we'll just let it go on for the next uh, year or whatever and see what happens. Uh, even uh, now, Roseanne is going to join Fuller House. Uh, as a 90s sitcom that is coming back. Uh, I enjoyed Roseanne when I was young, so I welcome it. I have the show on DVD. It's a great show. Uh, hilarious show. Except for that, show. Last, except for yeah, that, that last season. <laughs> oh, that last season was bad. But, I mean, why not eight episodes? And um, Roseanne, like... That's all Roseanne can take if she's out of her mind. <laughs> uh, Netflix also trying to get into this with ABC. Uh, I'd like to see it get on Netflix so they could be a little bit more, you know, they could maybe do some things you couldn't do on ABC, but uh, it's cool that they got most of the original cast back. So, Except for, uh, I guess, Mark Quinn, everyone's still alive at least. <laughs> Yeah, and they haven't signed some of the other ones to deals, but they're going to probably sign. And just they, they should alternate Becky's every episode, though. <laughs> so I hear remark the Fresh Prince of Valair got to alternate the Aunt Vivians. Clear at it. Also, also bring back Perfect Strangers and Family Matters now. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's left. So let's just do it. 
And then Pod TV has that show with, what is it, the one girl from Seventh Heaven, the one from Step by Step, and one of the other ones from Full House or something, and they, just a reality show of the three of them. It's like, God, when in the 90s it's become this, let's just do this bringing back old shows thing, all right? Uh, and uh, Game of Thrones is going to have four spinoffs. No surprise, seriously. Like, did people think that they're going to just let Game of Thrones die? Uh, not that, I mean, there's plenty of stories for them to tell from these people, but, I mean, that's, that's awesome. I love the fact that Game of Thrones is continuing to exist after the eighth season. Uh, going to be interested to see which one, you know, which characters they decide to, uh, put in as the spinoffs of some awesome freaking directors here though uh, for for the the four shows I know you're not a huge Never person nope. well you know there should be there should be four spinoffs of Silicon Valley instead <laughs> what one for each character yep they're kind of already doing that this season with one of them. It's not going too well for him. Uh, won't spoil it for people that did not aren't, aren't watching it or have not caught up yet. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. This season's kind of in the two episodes so far. Kind of just eh. Hopefully it picks up. I it's the last I season though, right? No. I could have swore they said this was the last one, but plus, uh, well, I like the last episode a lot. I feel like the like the late the last episode reveal was hilarious. Yeah, the age thing. Yeah, like oh, somebody forgot to put in this restriction. All right, well now you owe a ton of money that you will never ever have. Great. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I haven't seen Split yet, but I'm a big fan of Unbreakable, so, M. Night Shyamalan bringing out the final movie in the sort of three, but this is a sequel to Unbreakable Glass, and you're getting Samuel L. Jackson Bruce Willis back, so, The only movie he he was, like, actually well-known for. What, Bruce Willis? No, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. Uh, well, I yeah. I mean, that that's that was, you know, almost 20 years ago, so. Unbreakable is like this weird thing. Like, a lot of people, you'll get the people that, like, really, really like it, and then you'll get the people that think it's, like, bad, and, like, they're like, why is this this cult thing? But. It's no The Last Airbender, but... No, God. Or it's Uh, no After Earth. (laughs) Poor guy. Just... At least he came back with Split, so... No surprise, though, that it had to do with something in that universe, because he finally got to go back to something, like you said, that he's really good at. Leaving to his own devices on other movies. Well, the thing with him is he's better when he has a limited budget. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, you know, this is 2019 we're talking about, so <laughs> can't get like too, too, too excited about this. But uh, cool that it's getting made, I guess. Yeah. And of course, uh, you get the the games that are coming out this week. Uh, NBA Playgrounds. They waited really, really like until a couple of weeks ago to announce that this is coming out May 9th. Really weird. Um, it's also one of the games like you have to go to their site and fill out a form and whatever. They don't even have uh, a person you talk to there. Um, it is coming for the Switch and Xbox One, PS4, uh, that kind of thing. So I'm sort of excited for it. I love the NBA Street and Jam and all that, but I don't want to get too excited and then somehow it doesn't live up to those uh, expectations. Do you Local like that works. recent? Uh, do you like that recent NBA Jam? Yeah, I did like it. I have it. It's it's good. I mean, I like they, it, but like the online part kind of screwed it up a little. I agree. Uh, it was a lot more fun with other people. No, I meant like. Whenever you press start, like you try to start the game, like lo- it tries to like hit some online server that takes like a minute or two. Oh yeah, and then sometimes it would do this weird thing with the, like inside the game too. I just yeah. like, all right, thank you. You are screwing up my game here. This is just wonderful. Uh, and you also uh, have birthdays at the beginnings, which we should have the review out tomorrow. I want to say, as long as I don't uh, crash after working in about three hours. Huh. And because sometimes that happens. Sometimes I can just stay up the whole time until the next day. And sometimes I get home after working and I crash. You get uh, the Minecraft for the Switch, Loco Roco Remastered, the Code Veronica X thing for the PS4 as well. Uh,. And then Injustice 2, Farpoint, one of the big VR games that Sony's actually promoting somewhat. And uh, that, that's the week after, but we'll have a show uh, between then. A lot of smaller stuff uh, coming out next week aside from the other game. And then Strafe, which is like uh, this game that goes back to like 1996 and plays somewhat... Uh, like just this ridiculous shooter, um, so yeah. But uh, until I think that's gonna do it for us. You know, make sure you uh, check out Mark should his Puyo Puyo Tetris review on uh, W2NS should be out either tomorrow or Monday uh, for sure. And uh, of course, uh, I will I will be trying to get one of these switch reviews out either. It'll probably be Mario Kart just so I can get that out there and Nintendo doesn't... Uh, Nintendo knows I got the thing done fast. So, because uh, I, I got to go ask for a Fire Emblem. So, don't want to piss them off uh, since they were nice and gave us the game for once. So, uh, yeah, until next week, everybody. Enjoy your games and we will see you later. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.